0: If you have maybe some fear about what's going on in the future, what's coming for you, what might happen, a lot of that's out of our control. But what can we control? Ourself now. Hello and welcome. This is Self Control, How to Build a Better Life. This is the podcast that seeks to inspire you to take control of your mind, take control of your mindset so that you can go forward and build that life that you deserve to live. So in the last episode I spoke about how journaling is a time when we can responsibly think about the past. We can become aware of look at all the times I wasn't mindful. Look what I was thinking about. These things seem to be important. I should probably explore them. Quite simply we're talking about using mindfulness in the moment to be present, to be engaged, all that good stuff. But we're pairing now that mindfulness with reflection. Our thoughts often lead us astray because we're not thinking about what we're doing. We've lost control of our breathing and our posture. But at the same time, there are those thoughts about the future about the past, uh, about the what ifs and could be's that we do need to make time for. So I want to add on to this process now by saying that if journaling is that responsible time to think about the past, right, then scheduling and planning our life is that responsible time to think about the future. So scheduling is the closest we can really come to deciding what will happen in the future. At least if I'm going to be there, here's what I'm going to be doing. You know, when we aren't present in the present because we're thinking about things that make us fearful or guilty or bitter, over time, I found that what that led to was a lack of really understanding or knowledge about who I was. You know, because I spent so much time thinking about what I wasn't doing, thinking about other things, I wasn't even really aware of what I was doing. And so it's no surprise then that the future is bleak because we have no trust, we have no confidence, we have no understanding in ourselves because we're not paying attention to what we're doing. How do I know who this person is that I'm taking into the future if I'm not bothering to live with them in the present? And of course then we'd have regrets and misunderstandings about our past because We think back about these things that have happened. God, we we weren't mindful. We weren't paying attention. We weren't really living that life. It's not that we have regrets so much, I find, is that I don't have an understanding of why I behaved a certain way. I can't remember what I said or did. And I can't be certain that I would have done or said a certain thing because I didn't really know who I was back then. I really do think that mindfulness that taking ownership of ourself in the present when paired with responsible time spent thinking about the future and the past, we can begin to develop a clearer picture, a certainty and a trust in ourself. And so much if we let it is sort of dictated or driven by the subconscious, by processes that we're not fully aware of. And it's mindfulness that makes us wake up and say, my God, like here I am cutting up these carrots and I'm thinking about some girl I knew five years ago. Now that is a recipe for like nine or nine and a half fingers, if you know what I mean. So now imagine you're maybe interacting or having a more meaningful experience, something more important than cutting up carrots, and you're thinking about somebody from five years ago. It's worth thinking about this because now we can ask, how much of my life is spent with half a mind? How much of those fundamentally important things, interactions with people you love, traveling the world and seeing new things, taking in a sporting event or a spectacle, or just, you know, being with people that you enjoy being with, how much of that time is spent really, truly with half a mind where you're not even there, you're one foot in and one foot out because you're thinking about something else. And it may not seem like a big deal, but again, if you're finding you don't have trust or confidence in yourself going forward, you have regret about the past. It may be because you weren't present to date, you haven't been fully there and so you don't know who you are. That's something to reckon with. I'm not judging, I'm saying I'm living (laughs) these revelations, and that's why I'm talking about them. And so that's why I'm really advocating for that awareness in those sort of low stakes moments. When you are making dinner, when you are having a simple, easy conversation, when you have just woken up, when you're tying your shoes. If we can start to train ourselves to come to the present moment and appreciate it, and take control of it, and think about it, then going forward, In those big, impactful, important moments that that are all coming, we know that we'll be there. We'll know who we are. And so that awareness comes over time. And that's why I spoke about journaling in the last episode. It's important to, okay, look, the awareness is coming. I'm not paying attention. I'm not being mindful. I always let this person drag me down, whatever. Now we can go talk about it and think about it when we have time, when we make that time for journaling. So just as journaling then is that intentional time that we set aside to write about the past scheduling and planning our time, planning our life, putting down on pen and paper what we need to be doing is that responsible time to plan our future. You know, I saw a great quote that said, we cannot choose our future, but we can choose our habits and our habits will dictate our future. Yes, there's no control over the future by us for the most part, but I like to say, the future's not so scary because I'm going to be there. And working on this process of coming to know myself, we can start to get a little bit clear of a picture of the future because I'm going to be there and I know what's important to me and I know how I'm going to operate. So I don't need to go into the deep, deep you know, weeds when it comes to scheduling your time, but suffice it to say, you're working on what is it that I need to get done? When am I going to do it? Why is it important? Write that down. The act of writing something down alone alleviates the anxiety. We know we're doing something with our hands. We're beginning to see clearly. It's not this out of focus, dark, dingy future. It's, well, okay, given what I know, here's the things I need to do. Go for a walk. You know, I got to be at work this day, this day, this day. I got to pick up the kids this day. Homework is due this day. Whatever it looks like, starting to literally see the future. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? You can do that for yourself. And I would add too that just as, the importance of journaling comes from the doing, but also the willingness to read back the journaling, read back what you've written. It is our responsibility to write out our schedule, live by it as best we can, and then go back and say, look, was I overloading it? Did I miss things? What am I letting slip? You know, have, Did I drive myself into insanity because I scheduled myself so tightly and couldn't keep up with it? And then here now in the present, I'm not being mindful because... I'm, not, I'm, I'm thinking about how I'm a slave to this piece of paper now. This is a process that comes over time, but this is the process, in fact, of mastering our time. So much negative emotion comes from our fear about the future, our, our fear about these what-ifs and could-bes, and, and, and all that weight from the past, that guilt and that bitterness and all the things we've done wrong and were done wrong to us. And, and that creeps in, right? That creeps into the present. It distracts us. That's where mindfulness comes in. This is a process of taking ownership of your time, becoming a master of your time, creating a balance across time. In the present moment, we think about the present, but we have responsible time set aside where we choose. Here's how I plan my future as best I can. Here's how I think about my past as best I can. What emerges here? what emerges here is a clearer picture of who we are all those moments past we now begin to take stock and learn from them all those moments coming we're not afraid of them we're not we're not unsure of them we have a better idea of what they're going to be time then becomes something i'm not going to say it bends to our will of course not but time becomes something not to fear something to work with because we have stretched ourselves we have placed ourselves evenly across it and so When it does come to scheduling, it is important to draw a hard line between what you can control and what you can't control. And I wouldn't go nuts if you're just getting into writing out your daily routine or writing out a schedule for yourself. Just a few things, just to give shape and structure to your day. Then you can go nuts like me where you have your whole day penciled out by the hour. But when you can start to see, look, I can't control what the boss is going to say. I can't control what the kids are going to do, what the teacher's going to say. I can't control what my partner is going to lose their mind over this time. But look, I know that here's where I'm going to be. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's when I'm going to make time for what's important to me. I'm starting to have some sense of what I can do. And what we can control is ourselves now. But perhaps in some small way, we can say, I can control myself in the future as well if I'm willing to at least think about what I'm going to be doing then. And when I am there doing those things, I am focused on those things. This sort of balance across time, the way that thinking about the past, thinking about the future, and living in the present begins to create a sort of, well, it's a feedback loop of awareness, right? You know now that you scheduled time to exercise, to go for a walk. So when you're going for that walk, you can think, all right, here I am, I'm doing the thing I said I was going to do. Maybe I should think about it. Maybe I should fully engage with this thing. Or perhaps it's even harder. Perhaps it's, I've scheduled time to have an important conversation with somebody. Okay, here it comes. I saw it coming. Now I'm here. Let me be mindful. Let me be present and engaged with it. It wasn't a surprise, right? I should focus on this thing and be mindful on this thing and take ownership of myself as I do this thing because I chose it, right? I knew it was coming, and here I am. I'm going to do the best I can. And look, I know how this all sounds. You know that my style of rhetoric is you, 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 but really it's me talking to me, me, me. I was very close to to, to living a life of unawareness and a life of stupidity and a life of mindlessness. For whatever reason, I started journaling. For whatever reason, I began to realize how mindless I truly was and how I thought about everything else other than the thing I was doing. I've created now for myself, as best I can and still working, a balance across time. I plan for things so that when I'm there doing it, I know that, hey, here I am doing that thing I said I would do. I better focus. And not only that, but I know that I have to be accountable to my journal tomorrow morning and go back and write about this moment. Do I really want to write down again, ah, I blew it at work or I blew it talking to those people? because I wasn't mindful. This is a way of creating accountability. This is a way of taking ownership of your life if you have the courage to do it, if you have the courage to look and say, here's where I'm falling down, but here's what I want to do. Here's how I did it. A three-dimensional picture of yourself. What more could you want? So let me know if this process will help you. We've talked about mindfulness. We've talked about coming to the present. We've talked about how we can become more aware in life and now we're taking the next step to plan our future as best we can to be able to look back on our past and understand why we acted the way we did and if you're coming to this show for a better life this is about the most that i could ever offer you creating a record of your being a plan for your becoming and creating a clear picture of yourself so that you can trust and have confidence and understanding in why you are who you are and maybe someday as I'm slowly inching my way towards I won't be afraid to be me you won't be afraid to be you and we can both say it together now better is possible